Were you bullied as a kid? Because if you were, this episode is possibly for you. Or maybe possibly you've got kids that are growing up and maybe you're wondering how like bullying now will affect their life later on. But that's why this episode is going to take kind of take a look at what effects does childhood bullying have on you years later? And that's our Monday show with Leah, our therapist friend today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. This is a podcast that's based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means live your life out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let me tell you the worst news of the weekend. It's literally, as I'm speaking, snowing right now. There's snow falling from the sky. Oh, no. It's not a lot. Like, it's just, I think that's snow. I don't know what else that would be. Unless it's like those little white... We have the white. Um, no, it's definitely snow. It's it just not cherry other. blossoms. Or that's what I was thinking blossoms. a second. But it's it's like it's snow. It's definitely it's Is literally it snowing. Accumulating? No, it's just barely snowing. Like, mm-hmm. and there's not much of it. It's just like a few. No, I mean, there's there's. I mean, it's not like coming down hard, but there's just snow falling from the sky right now. We, Today on the day of release is um, March the twenty eighth, and there's literally snow falling from the sky right now. <laughs> and I just can't. Well, they're so weird here. Let's take but, look, just to give you an example. Recording is March twenty seventh. Well, I mean, do you think it's <laughs> not Mom, snowing it's, on March twenty eighth? Yeah, maybe. but I'm just it saying it's literally. There. It's I know true. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow the high is thirty seven, low is twenty five. What Thursday Ooh. though? The low is forty eight, the high is seventy two. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know what to do with this weather. It's very peculiar. Oh, the you, eyes uh, of March. I need to know what your parents still pay for. I need to know how old you are and what your parents still pay for. Because I don't know what the norm is when you get to your 30s and 40s and 20s, even your 20s. I feel like everyone's a little bit different, but I wonder if we had to put it on average, what your parents would still pay for. Like I was talking to a friend the other day. She's 31. And mm-hmm. her parents still pay for her cell phone bill. Wow. And I'm like, what? Like at 31? Wow. She's like, yeah, it's just cheaper for my, you know, my, my whole family just to get a, um, a cheaper rate. If we just do family plan. I'm like, Jimmy, Nancy kicked me off the family plan at 25. It was like, there you go. <laughs> he paid yeah. my insurance and everything until 25. And then he's like, you gotta go. Uh huh. That's the cutoff for the Nancy kids. Yeah, uh, but I'm just curious, like, what your parents pay for at your age? Because I just don't know what the average is. My mom is trying to convince me that she should pay for um, uh, an upcoming trip that we are we're putting together the plans for right now. Mom, pitch your case here because I just don't think it sounds like what a normal mother son relationship at age thirty, almost nine, looks like. At, at that point, it will be literally days before thirty nine. So, explain. Well, you know, we're planning this trip to New York with hopefully lots of shows and, you know, for five days. And, um, oh, excuse me, I have to run a squirrel off. What? Hold on. on. What's happening right now? Never mind. Winnie got it. What is happening? (laughs) Oh, this this has been an ongoing thing this week. There is a squirrel. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mom, do you think any of this podcast talk about this? Do you think no, any of the podcasts have to run squirrels off? Oh, no. Or oh, their no, cell phones no. go off? Oh, no. <laughs> That's my watch. What, what just happened? In the last 30 seconds, what just happened to this show? Should I just explain yeah. what's happening so, or do you want to explain? Just... <laughs> I don't, you, you need to go fight off squirrels. Okay. Yeah. But it's gone. <laughs> okay. So Winnie and I are here in the library doing the podcast and I have a window. No, we don't, we don't think we care about the squirrel that much. You don't care? You don't I mean, want to know. There's okay. A, okay. Right, there's back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Back to New York. You're, there's a bird feeder and then you're trying uh-huh. to run the squirrel uh-huh. off. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Winnie, but Winnie scared it. So that's okay. good. good. That's girl. good. That's great. Okay. Um, so <laughs> so back yes. to the regular scheduled program. Yes. Um, my mom thinks that she should pay for this trip to New York. Now explain your explain your thought process here. Well, I'm okay with us paying our own travel. I think that's fine. But, you know, once we get there, I mean, like I have points that we can use for hotel rooms. And I think that I should use my points to do that, even though, yes, indeed, I could use them for other things or cash yeah. them in. Yeah. Definitely. But, you know, there's something about it as a mom because I don't think your dad feels this way. I know your dad doesn't feel this way. <laughs> Dad's like, because good luck out there. We've had a discussion about it. I could die on the streets <laughs> poor. And he's like, well, just kick me while I'm down. No, he'll always bail you out if you're in trouble. You can but always he stay in the basement. That you always need to pay your own way. Yeah. That, that's how you've been raised to do. I, on the other hand, because I'm your mom, feel like I want I want to treat you to a good time. Mm-hmm. So I like to pay for things and I like to buy you things as if you were younger. A baby. And still <laughs> living under my roof. I just haven't grown out of that. So I know. You're 38. I know. It's definitely snow, by the way. It's like getting heavier as we speak. Well, we don't care um, about the snow. I know. This is like this is like the squirrel. squirrel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm getting ADD squirrel over here. I know. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> So my mom wants to use. She wants to use her mom. What's our What's our total that we're looking at for the hotel for the five days that we're there, price wise? Oh, price wise. Oh, we're like sixteen hundred or something like that. Sixteen hundred and forty nine dollars, I think. Yeah, sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And my mom, talking to a grown man, thinks <laughs> that it's okay that I shouldn't have to pay for any of that. That'd be about you know eight hundred dollars, the equivalent of eight hundred dollars, and I'm like. That's a lot of money for a mom. She thinks just as a mom, that's like her, what she should be doing or she wants to do. But I Want I look at it the other way. I'm like, listen, I'm a grown man. Like mm-hmm. I got like seven jobs. I got so many damn podcasts. I can't even, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do all these better help reads for nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not making money on this podcast. You can't a little bit. fool me. Tiny smidge. Um, yeah. But I, um, I just, I, it feels weird and bizarre, but I just don't know if most people are like that. I don't know when it comes to, I, I just don't know what your parents still pay for at your age. I don't know like yeah. what they still feel like they need to, that they should. Cause I think it's probably going to be all over the place. The spectrum is going to be all different, you know, depending yeah. on. Depending where on it's your at. circumstances. Yeah. Maybe you're working a minimum wage job and you're, you're Yeah, you have to, but I just wealthy. I don't think that parents pay for vacations after you're a certain age. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But it just feels like weird. They'll be turning we're basically gonna go a week before my 39th birthday. Yeah. And 
I just, I don't know. It just feels wrong to me. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's what parents do at this age. But I would love to hear from you and your perspective. 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, a vacation's a vacation. But it just I don't think it would sit right with me morally knowing that my mom mm. is using all of her credit card points just to pay for this, you know? Mm. But it'd be interesting, I think, for us all to kind of have an idea. Plus, then I feel like we can have like ammo to go against our parents and be like, well, I heard that oh. most parents <laughs> – yeah. Pay for vacation. So. Right. Or don't. Yeah. 888 yeah. Kramer 8. Let me know. I watched the saddest documentary I have ever seen in my life this weekend. Mm-mm. I can't even recommend it in good faith. It was so painfully sad. And I posted about it on my Insta story. Mm-hmm. But I it was another cold weekend here. Ugh. So I was another like shoved up in my damn condo weekend. Um, I don't understand if you're like really sensitive to stuff. It's just a, it's a crappy thing to talk about on a Monday, a Monday show, but like just kind of is what it is. Um, let me, it's called mom. I don't recommend you watch this. I really oh, don't. There's no way. I saw that answer story. There's no way I would touch that. American I'm murder as to why you did. Well, I was like going – I was on this kick. So it started with – they have a, a new show on Netflix called um, Worst Roommate Ever. Uh-huh. And it was basically a collection of roommate stories, roommates gone wrong. Like oh. there's a woman who no, – spoiler alert here. Uh, a woman who was like this old woman and she was basically taking in homeless people and taking their social security checks. But then she would just kill them. And I won't tell you what happens past that. No. Uh, in case in case you're gonna watch it, I've heard uh, of that an, in real life. Yeah, it was like one of those stories. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. another guy that moved in with a woman. And she's looking for like a random roommate, and he was um, um, uh, he like fell in love with her, and then mm-hmm. when she basically was like, no, he killed her. Like, <gasps> oh my gosh. So stories like that, right? So I'm kind of on this kick of like murder mysteries, and then the next thing pops up. You know, after you finish a Netflix show, it says you may also enjoy this show. Yeah, And I was like, let me see what this is about. So it's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. And I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this before. Um, let me tell you that because a lot of y'all said you've listened to a different podcast about it. I think Crime Junkies did it. Um, Chris Is it Watts. a true story? It's a true story. And what's so weird about oh. it is his name is Chris Watts. Her name is Sh- Shan Ann. And they had two daughters. And I'm just going to uh, – I don't I don't know if I should give it away. This might be a spoiler alert. But so what happened is the way they put this together is it was so interesting because most murder mysteries are told through like reenactment or through like voiceovers, you know, of like people like this is their best friend. This is their sister and their, you know, voiceover. Maybe it's like reenactments while it's happening and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with this story – they used the footage, like it was all footage from either camera, like the um, what's that, the cop cameras, body cameras, uh-huh. uh, police officers, or surveillance footage, or Facebook. A lot of it was Facebook videos that, like, she had posted to their family that they were using. Mm-hmm. She posted like all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were, but there was no interviews. There was no. They, they showed like the surveillance camera from the interrogation room. Mm-hmm. And they just really pieced it together. And anytime they needed to tell a story, like there were some, some written text, but not much. 
I mean, maybe very, very minimal text. Um, but it was all told through actual footage of this murder mystery playing out. And the story is, is that there's this guy, Chris, and he, how did they find out? Oh, I guess one of, so he's married to this woman. They have two daughters. And I guess that one of the woman's friends said that she didn't show up for something or she wasn't answering her phone or whatever. So they go over to the house and it's like right where it starts. Right. And so this is like the cops, like pulling up to the house and the husband comes home and he's like, I don't know. He's like, Oh my God. What is, what is that? Mom, what in the hell is going on today? <laughs> what in the world? What was that? <laughs> what is happening? Why? Why is this such a sloppy podcast? <laughs> I'm trying to turn the sound off of my Apple Watch, but I accidentally pressed find my phone, which is right here beside me. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> Shall we start over? <laughs> yes, from the top. Hi, Mom. Um so he, so it starts basically, it starts right there. Right. And so he's like, Oh my God, I don't know where my wife is. I have no idea. And she's, um, she left her wedding ring behind and the girls are missing and like their blankets are gone. This is oh. so weird. So peculiar, but like, you kind of know early on that like, there's something up with him, you know, but mm-hmm. you're just like, watch, you're like literally watching it happen all in real time. And in the meantime, they're interjecting like Facebook posts of like how happy they are together and all these videos of the kids and how great the family is. And they're also at the same time then showing screenshots of text messages from the family um, like of, of like uh, of her and him, the husband, and the wife, and also uh-huh. of like her and like her friends. Oh. And so they're showing all of these like screenshots happening. And she's like, why didn't you answer your phone last night? He's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I left me, you know, my FaceTime was broken and I didn't realize it till this morning. It's just all these different excuses. Right. And uh-huh. in the meantime, she's texting her friends. Like, I think there's something going on. It's like, he's having an affair. Um, hmm. so I just tell you what happens. It's it, like, seriously, I'm, I'm, it's 24 hours later. I'm still shook. Like I am hmm. shook by this documentary. So if you're going to watch it, fast forward because I'm just, I need to tell you what happens. It's so sad. Mm -hmm. So what happened basically is he's having an affair with this younger girl from work. Right. Uh And when they come back, they had gone away for five weeks to go visit her family's house. And when they come back, he basically kills them. And he, I think he he smothers the whole family. The whole family. His two <gasps> freaking daughters are like two and three, oh, and then he goes and he dumps God. them oh. out in the middle of the like out in this. Um, oh my God! Um, like a work site he was going to. I forget what he did. But he had to go out at this work site. It was kind of remote, and so he buried her body out there, and he dumped the girls into this like oil thing. No. Like oil vat thing. I don't even know what it was. No. What a sicko. And I'm like, what? And like, you're watching all this happen. And and finally he confesses to it. Like he finally, Oh my God. And like, just couldn't be more like, he was sad, but it was like the most normal guy. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody would ever suspect. Yeah. He just seemed like the most middle America, like mm-hmm. I think they live in South Carolina, North Carolina. They moved to Colorado, but like mm-hmm. the most like she she sold some type of multi-level marketing mm-hmm. makeup or skinny product or something. I mean, it was just like the most average American family. Wow. And he literally 
killed these girls. Murdered his entire but like family. You, but like you wa- like you like went oh, through it's like you were experiencing gosh. it as it happened. Oh no. And like it just made me sick. And I'll tell you what really was obviously the you know, the conclusion was the the sickest part of the whole thing. But one thing that was like so painful for me to watch, and I don't know if everybody feels this way or not. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, especially if you've gone through a divorce is when you're posting online, like everything is happening, like is fine. Uh-huh. And almost like you're overcompensating because you're watching her text her friends about how miserable she is and how she thinks she's having, he's having an affair and how things are so bad. He's not sleeping with her anymore. Meanwhile, they're posting all these happy family mm-hmm. pictures. And like, I remember yeah how much I felt like I had to do that during my marriage. Like how you have to almost like this anxiety level of like keeping the facade going Mm -hmm. because you don't want to let anybody else know because everybody else's marriage looks perfect. So how in the world Mm -hmm. could yours look imperfect? Right. So I feel like when, during when my marriage started getting rough, I almost like upped it a little bit. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. upped it because I was like, I can't let anybody in. Mm -hmm. And no, like, cause everybody else is doing great. Like everybody else's Mm -hmm. marriage is great on the outside. Like Mm -hmm. what? They can't know that mine's awful. Yeah. Like, that'd be terrible. So oh. to watch it play out in real time, like, mm-hmm. was so anxiety-inducing because I just remember that feeling. Obviously, nobody murdered anybody in my situation. Mm-hmm. But I just remember that feeling of, like, got to make it look normal. Got to make mm-hmm. it look like everything's put together. Don't let anybody see the cracks. Oh, God. And again, it's just a reminder of how we never know. I know. I know. We never so know. I don't rec- usually like after the weekend. Mm. I can recommend a good show or movie to you guys. I also watched the Tammy mm. Faye Baker movie today. Oh um, gosh! <laughs> and it was it was wild, you know. Uh, it was it was all right. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch. It's pretty good. It's just kind of silly. Um, it's crazy, but yeah, I don't know. I can't really I can't really mm. recommend American Murder Man. Like it's one of those that's going to stick with me no. for a long time. So no, if it has murder in the title, I'm not interested. It I has can't not, do uh, it. It's a lot. Oh, it's a I lot. cannot do it. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. All right, mom. Let's um, let's do our um quote for today for Monday. Okay, it's from George Bernard Shaw. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Hence, the reason we're going to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> To play, but that is true. We need to continue to play. Find things in your life that are just fun and silly to do. Even go back to your childhood and do silly things like you used to do. Of course, if you have grandkids, it's real easy. Or if you have kids, it's real easy. Um, But don't underestimate the power of play. Not ever. Not ever. I was thinking this weekend about how... We all, because there's a new Nintendo game that came out this weekend. It's called Kirby, if you're familiar with the Nintendo franchise. Mm-hmm. And I also bought a Monopoly game as well. Mm. And that also led me to then watch a, um, a documentary on Monopoly. But oh, not here really? That's okay. That's on, it's on Amazon. It's okay. Mm. It's like kind of a little low rent, but just it's kind of an interesting story how it all started. Mm. Um, I'll give you a little tidbit of how the game actually started was because this is the most boring tidbit ever is because <laughs> it was about like 
how people that they were like kind of kind of a protest about how people who owned all the property were like basically bankrupt everybody else. So it's kind of oh. like this like play on you know um people society at the time yeah it was kind of a play on uh-huh. society i forget what year it came out but it was kind of a play on society about how hmm. you know if you owned all the property then obviously everyone else had to go bankrupt to you and you were the you know able to laugh in the end because you won hmm. um which is terrible but still kind of low-key true but i was just thinking about like how we all have our thing from childhood, right? Like hmm. we all have our thing. Like I went out, I'm 38 years old and I went out and like these <laughs> games, you know, that are being made, I mean, they're made for children. Kirby yeah. is like a little purple, I mean, a pink, um, blob guy. I don't even know what it's a little ghost looking thing. Um, <laughs> uh, made for children, you know, uh-huh. the game's made for kids. But I, yeah. um, I was just like, we all have our thing. Like, like the, your thing could be Disney. Yeah. And as much as I kind of laugh at Disney adults because I just have so much anxiety at the parks nowadays. Yeah. Like, like what is that? What is that thing? Like, you, can you even recognize like what your thing is? We all, I feel like we mm-hmm. all have our thing from childhood that we're still like low-key obsessed place. with. Yeah. 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 Like, I, think, I hope I, so. I always told myself I was going to stop playing video games. I said, listen, mm-hmm. when I'm at age, it's always like, oh, I'm okay. When I'm 25, like that's it. I got to stop playing video games. That's stupid. Like I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a damn adult. And 30, I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time like, the next generation of systems comes out, I'm like, I can't, I can't buy this anymore. Like, <laughs> I got a 401k, <laughs> you know, I got things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just keep going back. Like, like I'm, I'm 39, 38. I can't. You, you would, you wouldn't believe. I'm gonna count tonight. Well, how many, how many Nintendo games do you think I own? Oh, a hundred. Just, it's close. <laughs> no, maybe not a hundred, but at least fifty. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking like because every time a new, a new generation comes in, like I trade in my old one, you know. Oh, so yeah. current generation Nintendo Switch, I probably own at least 50 games <laughs> that I personally mm-hmm. got out and bought for myself. No kid, mm-hmm. you know, no nonsense, mm-hmm. just for me as an That's adult. Your definite kid place, grown adult, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, what's your thing? Like, do you have a thing? Mm-hmm. So, so I you're have like a thing. still. What's your thing that you're still like low key obsessed with from childhood? Being outside. Well, that's not really like a thing, Ma. That's like that's not like a, oh. you like anything like that. Like you can still remember like like um. Is there any show you still like to watch or thing you still like to do that just reminds you of childhood? Yeah, I like to go outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch the clouds. I like to be in the but woods. I'm, about, I'm not like brands or like things. <laughs> yeah. Shows. Uh, no. You know, some people like will still go I'm watch like Howdy Doody with my Barbie dolls. Like I remember my, my father-in-law, he would always watch Andy Griffith. Like he uh-huh. loved it. Like remind yeah. him of his childhood. So he always would go back, he'd watch it, you know? Like yeah. we all have that place where like it just takes us back. Maybe it's yeah. music, you know, like for dad. Oh yeah. It's music. Oh yeah. Which remind me, tomorrow I need to tell you this. I am we got sidetracked because of my mom's um trip in New York thing, but there's an old person party happening. Oh, in my condo, and we just—it's up oh. above me. And like, I never thought I'd have to tell adults to like shut the hell up, <laughs> especially older ones. Yeah, like <laughs> literally, like what? Um, I'll tell you that story tomorrow, though, oh, on the podcast. Um, all right, Leah's up in a couple seconds. Before we get to her, let's take a second to thank the people that make it so I can afford to pay my own way to New York. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, if you insist, not much, only. It's not much. 
That's a very small portion of my trip is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. (laughs) Oh, Um, gosh, Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene. They're turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with the ultra-premium collection. Hopefully you've looked into this now. If not, at least it opens on the top of mind when it's time for you to go out and buy some new body wash or deodorant. Just go ahead and buy this whole package. Like Everything's taken care of, and you get 20% off because you listen to the podcast. So, um, step one, of course, is the cologne infused ultra premium body wash with aloe vera and sea salt. Then it's hair care time, the two in one shampoo and conditioner. Then if he gets out of the shower, he can be uh, body odor free with the aluminum free deodorant. I guess it's underarm, right? He says he'll be free from body odor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By applying the manscaped aluminum free deodorant. I do well, like you know, deodorant. With, man- really with manscaped, it could be anywhere. It's true. That's what I'm saying. You just can't say <laughs> body odor. I'm like, what, what part are we talking now? <laughs> And uh, Manscaped's got them covered, too, with a hydrating body moisturizing spray. And on top of that, you get a free gift. It is lip balm. And, of course, every uh, – it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Manscaped if you didn't have a lawnmower 4.0. I feel like oh, every yeah. man needs to have one of these. Maybe it's a birthday. When's Father's Day? Father's Day is coming up, isn't it? June. April, right? Oh, it's June, June. now. Yeah, no. That was April. Terrible to uh, talk about. Could be a birthday. Could just be a nice little, yeah, I see you gift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So – Send them, uh, send them a nice, our certified mama's dudes. Hopefully you'll look into it. It's the ultra premium collection from Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use the code Kramer20. It's 20% off and free shipping with the code Kramer20 at manscaped.com. Let's get the man in your life nice and clean with a new Manscaped shower routine. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. I told you on last week, man, like I'm, I had such a hard therapy session, um, mm. but like hard, good, you know, like sometimes they're just, they're hard, but they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, just working through some things that happened in 2020 mm-hmm. through my last job that are really suck. And I feel like are really still affecting my life. And sometimes though, you got to go back there. I'm gonna tell you right now, like the only way to get through it is like to go back and really work through it. And I'm really excited to be able to tell you the story of like when I can like break through some of this stuff, but I feel confident in it. I do. Cause I've been therapy so long. I feel really confident about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp online therapy. I love my therapist. Now I've got, I've got a great one. Her name is Adrian. She's great. Uh, BetterHelp is online therapy that offers uh, video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera. If you don't want to, it is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and certified mama's boy listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B E T T E R H E L P.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp.com slash Kramer. All right, a little housekeeping stuff before we get to Leah. Um, we, this is our last week of podcasts. Um, we are going to be off the week of the 4th and the week of the 11th, taking a little springtime. We'll call it a spring break. Mom, that sound good? Yeah, um, let's do it. I'm going to be in Hawaii for, this is the trip that I complained about till I got my way. <laughs> and um, I'll be doing that coming up on um that the other so it's like kind of kind of crosses over those two weeks and then back to reality um shows back mm-hmm. on the 18th so the fourth through the 15th we'll be off hopefully you can catch up on excuse me old episodes or maybe go listen to 
our friends over at the upside or whatever other 20, what's, uh, what's the brand 2022? No, I'm going to 21 projects. Oh my gosh. I forget the name of the brand that we are now working under 2022 projects. <laughs> I don't remember when that, that's not right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why can't I remember it? It's Jeff's, it's Jeff's company, Jeff and Callie's company. I can't remember oh, what it's dear. called now. Um, but anyway, you can listen to that. We've got uh, a a podcast called moms on call. If you're a mom, you want to check that out. Cheaties is a podcast about cheating. It's uh, done by two comedians that are really funny females. And, um, what else? Bouncing forward is another one. And then the car mom, if you like car talk, um, that's another podcast. That's all in the same umbrella. The car mom. Wow. Yeah. So women talking about cars? Yeah. That's How about cool. that, Mom? Believe I it or not. That. Women like can that. also know about cars. I know. Yes. Not this Who woman. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I feel like it's like a nineteen fifties podcast. Who knew that women could know about cars? <laughs> That's right. They better bring a gentleman in to be able to explain it to them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, maybe their father is around. They can, or a husband, maybe possibly a police officer can come over and explain what's happening. You go car girls. Yeah. Anyway, so just, uh, yeah, check out the fam of podcast and then we'll be back for live new, well, you know, new shows on the 18th. Um, we are going to say hi to certified fans really quick. These are people that support our podcast and we're super thankful. By the way, none of that money goes to my New York trip at all. All that money, all certified fan money goes right to podcast. So thank you for doing it. Mom, you want to explain what it is while I pull it up? Sure. It's people who give um, a generous, I call it donation um, to our, to our podcast of $6 a month and you get a show in your honor and you get um, merch discounts and yep. you get advanced notifications if something fun is coming up. You get yep. to know about it first. And you get – what else do you get? Oh, our fan page. Our yep. Facebook fan page, which is my favorite because I love all our fans and I love connecting with you. Um, that's it. There you go. So yep. if you want to uh, help support the show, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. I've literally got four days, today and three more days, to get one more person. One I just, new fan. I'm going to be like the, the Baker one. family and just pray for it right now, man, because <laughs> work for them until they actually got turned in for huge amounts of fraud and terrible <laughs> stealing money from the church. Yes. We'll start a church, you know? Hey, let me tell you something. In Dawsonville, yeah. I can't tell you how many companies have come to give us quotes, and the head of the company is a pastor of a church. Really? And it is, oh, is it run through the church? Oh, I'll bet it is. Yeah, you see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Where like it's kind of like these subsidiaries, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Smells um, funny to me. Remind me to tell you one more thing before we get to Leah, but let me spin the wheel first so we can okay. thank certified fans. So every show is dedicated to a certified fan. When you join, you're, the show is dedicated to you. And if we don't have anybody new, we go back and we think someone's been here for a while. Um, 310, somebody kind of recent. Yeah. going to be our certified fan of today. So today, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our well it's just our certified fan of the day and that is oh Krista it's Krista again we just did Krista gosh I know we did her remember Krista's my friend that moved from yes um, from uh, San Diego to North Carolina South Carolina one of the Carolinas yeah 
and she's just a great person. And she's also the one. Is this her one, second or third? Yeah, she just did it like, like like a month ago. I don't remember if it's. Yeah, I'm not even done. But she um she's the one that her daughter learned the bitch word from our uncensored <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So I was uncomfortable. So I think she deserves it, honestly. This is a whoop whoop for her, mom. Let's do that. Okay. Whoop whoop to Krista. And what's her last initial? Uh, Krista D. D. Okay. Krista D. You're the so best. glad you're here. Yep. Thank you. Um, and then really quick, speaking of evangelical preachers, mom, remember that that show that we watched? On HBO called the uh, was it called the it's not called the Upside that's obviously our sister podcast, um <laughs> the one with like oh the Way Down the Way Down uh-huh, yeah um they have new episodes coming out mm. um <laughs> why you say that Mm-mm. no I hate why, that you don't want to anymore no I do not like that nonsense because it's um. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. It's such a scam. For those that, because we talked oh, about the podcast, gosh. for those that it's are watching it, <laughs> somebody sent it to me on DMs. I forget who it was now. And they were like, it's coming up. I think it's coming up sometime in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, new episodes. Let me see. So I can give you this date. Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure, but it's coming up in April sometime. So just FYI. Hmm. Okay, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Mental health Monday time. This is where my therapist friend Leah comes on and we just chat anything mental health or um, therapy related. And it's brought to you by our friends over at done, which is the number one online platform for personalized ADHD treatment. So my, Dear friend Leah, um, obviously we don't know everything about each other, but you didn't realize that I was bullied as a kid. Bullied hard too. Bullied really hard. And so she just got done with a workshop and we're going to talk about how bullying kind of affects you later on in life. So what – did you have questions for me about bullying or do you want to talk about what you started? I had not – I mean we – I think things come out during our conversations like both like on these and also, you know, when we're not recording, but I didn't know you were bullied. Um, and so I, I, that gave me better insight into like sometimes some of your insecurities and what we've talked about. And I mean, I even had some stuff in middle school. It was more, um, boys being disgusting boys. And like, I felt very objectified. I mean, I think it could be qualified as bullying to some extent. Um, but, you know, doing therapy recently with this, my most recent therapist, I've talked about how some of those experiences have impacted me. So I think it does impact us more than we are aware of. Isn't it crazy? Uh-huh. <laughs> there things that happen nowadays and like I will never think about them ever again. I mean, there's some very traumatic things that happened in the last couple of years to me. But, I mean, if somebody says something to me about me now, I'm just like, whatever. I don't care. But like as a kid, I don't know why these moments stick with us. So I was bullied pretty hard because I was pretty effeminate, you know, like I've always been way more into like the drama arts sensitive. Um, you know, I didn't like sports. I didn't really, I wasn't, I'm not a guy's guy. Yeah. And that's like the kiss of death when you're in middle school, high school. Right. Especially and yourself, right. On, yeah. Oh, totally. And then on top of that, I, I was fat. I was like kind of, I was pretty fat at some points in my life. I mean, I was, I was heavier kid. Uh, so it was like the worst, like it couldn't be a worse combination. I feel like for bullying, I'm sure there is some, but like not great. 
not yeah. a great situation. So like a lot of those things still stick with me to this day, you know, like I'll always be obsessed with my weight because I, it was always such a negative thing, right? It was always such a, a shameful thing. Yeah, I was always made fun of it because, of, you know, so to me, it's always like a, I'm still very uncomfortable taking my clothes off around people, even just like going to the pool, you know, yeah. I'm still get very uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm, I'm almost damn 40 years old over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what? Um, so how does this stuff carry on? And it's like, is there anything that we can really do about it? I think so. I think as, so as kids, you know, our, com- our capacity to understand things and see bigger picture and like, you know, see how, why bully, bully, bullies, bully, like kind of see that in that stuff to give us perspective or to help us not internalize or whatever makes sense of it or cope with it. We don't have that as a kid. We usually don't have those skills. And also in middle school, I mean, developmentally, this is a stage that you are seeking connection and to be liked and um, to feel part of something and to belong. And so bullying makes a huge impact because developmentally we're seeking safety through friends and community. And so when you're bullied and feeling ostracized, it's it's very much internalized because you don't feel safe. So maybe you're not in physical danger. Some people are when they're bullied, you know, but even right. just the, the threat of not having people or people that understand you and that can protect you and that are going to be there for you. Or Well, we try so hard just to fit in, right? That's like right. what you try. You, want to, you just want to camouflage yourself because yeah. you just yeah. want to be like everyone else. You want to be liked. You want to have people around you. I've now there's nothing about- I want less than having people around me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I've, I, I have a fair amount of clients we've talked about even just being of a minority and – um, sure. wanting to fit in and trying to, you know, blend in with the rest of the student body and how that felt unsafe to be, you know, Hispanic or, you know, mm-hmm. Middle Eastern and the impact of that, even if people weren't overtly saying things, just the looks and just knowing you're different and not being able to relate to, you know, these like Western, you know, social programming, whatever it is. And that can threaten your sense of safety again, because you feel like you don't belong. You feel like you don't have your tribe of people to connect with and to protect you. So it's a really, really, really challenging time developmentally. And that's why I think bullying is so impactful. And I think as adults, right? Like if someone is rude to us, we can be like, okay, this person probably has something going on a bad day or has some shit, yeah. their own shit going on or whatever. Well, right. That's something for them. Right. That I have, that's why they're being a jerk or something right. like we can kind of see it and make sense of it. And we have the ability to engage mm. in more critical thinking. So where back then we didn't really have it. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And so nobody uses these skills. It's actually so interesting because yeah, I think they're doing more and more in schools now. I mean, at least in California, I can't say it's the country where they're trying to teach like emotional intelligence and, um, they do all these activities to show that we're all struggling. You know, a lot of people experience trauma. I know at the beginning for like high school, a lot of like, they'll do these like freshman seminars and they'll have all these kids like try to build connection amongst each other, amongst the whole like grade. So they don't feel ostracized. So they mm. feel connected. So they, yes, feel- I feel like it's, it's way better now. I feel it like it's, is, it's, it's I don't taken- think we did that back then. Well, we, know? yeah, we like now I feel like kids, it, it's, it's, it's been such an anti-bully campaign. Yeah. You know, that's, it's so much, it's like not cool to bully anymore. Or back in the day, it was cool, right? Like you were right. kind of a cool kid. If you like made fun of everybody else and, and you know, this and that. It's taken it's, seriously more now, I think. And I, it's not even sometimes taken seriously enough, but it is taken more seriously by the suit, like the teachers and the school administration. So sure. 
I think it where before it's like, oh, okay, you, you, yeah, guys, go on to class or whatever, you know, move on, move on. Well, yeah. are there any other generalized themes right. you can think of, like where bullying, you know, childhood bullying affects people later on? Just maybe some over things that maybe my, you don't even realize. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to go into detail, but um, I, <laughs> I was a like I was well developed in middle school. I was like you know the early ones, and um, I had a lot of. I had a, a handful of situations where guys made derogatory comments um, about my boobs, and yeah. um, it was more impactful than I think. And do you I, do you think you still have like an issue with it today? Like, do you have like a boob oh, issue now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. All jokes aside, well, like for real, like does it well, does it bother you today? I'm not like it's not like I hide them, but I think so. That and then I have big lips. So I was also it's funny, and I didn't even know this in high school that people called me DSLs until after. <laughs> And sorry, that was <laughs> did that just trigger you? I didn't expect that no, to come out of your mouth right there. Sorry, and I'm like, Leah's gonna go into a coma after this. Be like, oh, I can't nail the world. No, I'm fine. I've been honestly, it's like I, just haven't, I haven't heard that term used in so long. That just really sorry. took me a second. Well, DSL, so I, what does that stand for, Leah? My mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> Dick sucking uh, lips. <laughs> okay, thank you, Leah. All right, yeah, there it is. But yeah, so like that's that was that was a pretty common term though. Like, I back, knew you yeah, had back big lips. That was like, I mean, I was aware of it, but I didn't know until after high school that that was something that was well known and that I was named. I knew that shortly after actually I graduated college, and I so a combination of that and then middle school and just being kind of like reduced to my breasts. It right. was. I feel like I've definitely. I feel like being objectified in that way has impacted me or did at least in my twenties less now that I just felt like I was as good as my body, as good as my physical appearance. Mm -hmm. And so just feeling like that was the most important part of me and Mm. needing to fixate on like, yeah, like body image and exercising and also just feeling like, you know, I had to like look sexy to like get someone to like me. And just, Mm -hmm. it was all very much physical based. And it was really from these experiences that while they seem minor, when I did the work in therapy recently, I was like, I mean, I knew that they bugged me, right? I knew it impacted me, but I don't think I realized the extent of it. So I think it's a lot of times subconscious, right? So someone like, you know, I know just like dating someone will say you're sexy. I that for me in the past would be triggering where some women would think it's flattering. I think not so much now, but it would be like, ugh, like I'd be like, oh, this guy just, you know, he's right, like, because you know, of what came with before. That's so exactly. interesting. So, so then what do we do with this then? Like how do we how do we, you know, because you may be able to recognize it, but can you do anything about it? Like I'm sure there is. So you just wear turtlenecks all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> over your head. No. Well, um, hey, hey, uh, big lips are, uh, they pay good money for that kind of stuff now. Now it's, now it's cool it's and popular. It, no, I, I, I appreciate my lips. It's like one of the things where I'm like, I don't have to do anything to them. I don't even have to wear yeah, exactly. lipstick. No, Boom, it's great. But, but I think, so I think it's helpful. And dad bods are in. So like literally we, we both really wanted to be honest with you, you know? <laughs> Jokes on everyone else. Exactly. Before um, our time, you know? Yeah. I, <laughs> dad bods are in. It's true. Um, I, I mean, so I think doing work with a therapist can be really helpful in knowing what beliefs you have about yourself and really asking yourself, okay, this belief that, you know, I'm only as good as my body. Like, where does that come from? Is like, where did I learn this? Like when's the earliest time I can remember thinking this? Mm-hmm. I think it helps to do this with a therapist, but you can just kind of look and kind of like tease out experiences that may have led to this core belief about yourself. When you do that, when you're able to figure out where these beliefs and where this insecurity comes from and like 
you know, draw this line between that and trauma or that and experiences like bullying or whatever it is. Yeah. I think it helps you gain insight into your own behavior and insecurities and mental it health. It is interesting. Like there's yeah. just so many things as we're talking through this, I'm like, oh, that's why I feel this way. Well, oh, that's so why I feel this way. You, you know, mentioned the bullying thing. I'm like, that's why you're so hard on yourself with your body. And like, cause like, I mean, lots of people are. We're in this culture where sure, where right, it's ridiculous. Like, it's so ridiculous. Everyone's doing like filters, and everyone has like Kim Kardashian like hourglass bodies, yeah. now, whatever it is. It, it, there's, so there's a lot of influence on how we think we should look because of social media and everything. But right. it seems like this goes deeper for you, and that actually made a lot more sense to me. You know. Well, now you know. Now I know. And now we've bonded. We have. Why don't you have yourmoderntherapist.com? I feel like there might already be one. I, we're talking this out in real time because as we recorded <laughs> this last week, I'm going to look right now. Your modern, because if not, that needs to be your damn URL, obviously. Uh, I just need cards. Therapist.com. No, there's no one with yourmoderntherapist.com. I'll think about it. Uh, I say Leah's website's too difficult. I'm trying to help her out with marketing because I'm a marketing genius. Um, so in the meantime, if you'd like to work with Leah, she's a real, a real life therapist now. I'm licensed. I'm real life. I have a full-time practice and I'm accepting new clients. <laughs> so you look at you and yeah. how do we get to your website? Was it complicated and hard to spell? So it's Leah, L-E-A-H, <laughs> last name is A-G-U-I-R-R-E.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I bet you've never had to break up an old person party before, you know, like, you know, like when it's like, I feel like it's like a, a pendulum swing. Like, you know, in college you get wild and then maybe you get older, you get like wild again, apparently. Uh, that is a story we'll get to tomorrow. The brand new Ask My Mom. It's just good to be back with you. Thanks a lot for sharing the time with us. And until tomorrow, we love you. See you then. Bye. Hi, Kramer and Mama Nancy. Happy anniversary. This is the certified fan. So excited uh, to be part of this family, this podcast it is the best thing that happened since you left 93. I mean, literally, we do with this podcast, we do laugh, we do love it, and we do cry. And it's just like the best thing because it's so real. Thank you so much for both of you guys, your words every day, um, your humor, and just making us laugh and uh, just... <laughs> allowing us to love you guys thank you so much and here's to many more years this podcast is the best thing ever have a great day guys love you guys forever bye okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast 
Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.